one, two, three. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. Nine. Okay. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this new episode. Today, Mark and I want to talk about our experience that we met a couple of days ago in the Netherlands. We took a little break from social media, the whole sphere and all its different influences. And yeah, we just decided to kind of disconnect uh, from all kind of triggers such as social media platforms, uh, radio, TV, which we don't have at home, so didn't really make a change. And yeah, we took this experience in the Netherlands by at your father's house. He's got a, a second house there, little bungalow kind of. And for four days, we didn't have any social media consumption. And yeah, we just want to give you our feedback on this experience. If we recommend you to do it or not, or if you should avoid it at all costs and let us let you know how it went for us. So we got there on the Friday 20th of December after a long drive. And on the evening, I think we didn't really have time to notice, you know, any change, any big difference. But on the Saturday onward, on the 21st of December, in the morning, we were, after waking up and having breakfast, we're a bit wondering, okay, so what can we do now? And we took some books with us. Um, I think we took the opportunity during this trip to go a bit in nature and do some biking, go to the um, beach. But the weather wasn't that friendly. So, yeah, we were kind of a bit stuck at home and therefore we had to deal with the silence. Um, so at first, we, I would say we kind of had like a bad mood because... We were a bit frustrated, not knowing what to do. And then, like, day by day, we figured out how we could entertain ourselves and still remain a bit productive. And we read a lot. We came up uh, with different ideas, such as, like, reading a book out loud, taking turns. And we had Mark's rituals book called... You can say <laughs> finding ultra, finding ultra, and I think it's it's kind of a biographical book. I would say because mm -hmm. if he really goes deep into his childhood and adulthood and explains everything, all the experiences he lived, and yeah, I would never have expected that he lived so many things and a lot of you know, hard stuff. Would you have expected that? Uh, yeah. I've heard 
a lot of podcasts by hosted by him and where he was hosted. Mm. Is, is it right? Yeah. When he was a guest. Um. So I knew quite a bit of his story, of his upbringing, um, about his alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. about his uh, sport career and overweight and stuff and the epiphany that he had on the stairs. Mm. Um, yeah, but not in that. In a book, of course, you have the opportunity to share more details to your story. And that's what he did there uh, in this book. Um, yeah, so I knew the the framework of his upbringing and of his um, background, but not, not in the detail. Mm. Yeah, I found the book to be really personal, like intimate, like you could really kind of feel his feelings, emotions through the different um, anecdotes that he explains. And yeah, sometimes like I felt a lot of empathy for him. Um, Yeah, so Mark and I, we took turns and we would read about five pages on average, five pages out loud. So it would actually allow us to kind of a bit exercise our English accent, pronunciation, uh, which I at first was a bit, uh, I'm not sure we can say tenuous. What's that? I think I think that's a word you can use to say that. We just have to check. But it was a bit like, it was difficult at first. Uh, yeah, we had, <laughs> for sure. We definitely had some trouble because uh, in English, specifically, you have to find where to put the accent, uh-huh. the, the tone, the stress, where stress, yeah, and me, so that's not tedious, maybe tedious, yeah, tedious, that's the word, it was a bit tedious at first, and then it kind of became more enjoyable, and we were really delighted when we could pronounce a whole sentence, mm-hmm. like, very fluidly mm. and without making a mistake um and that's good because as as one of us was reading the other one was doing something like cooking yeah, so preparing end. preparing dinner for mm. the other one or washing some dishes um so it was it was fair in this way um yeah i definitely like um in French, we say to take taste at something like, uh, like you start enjoying mm, it. Yeah, you know what I mm. mean. Um, yeah, so I started really liking it, and now I I would love to do it more often with different books. But like Mark and I explained it because we did the a similar podcast on his platform called Active Vegan, uh, but in German. Uh, but we explained that. You should, yeah, it's more enjoyable to do it when you use books that tell a story mm. that are that are a bit more entertaining or fictional rather than a very specific scientific book. Yeah. Um, yeah, how how did you find this experience? Because I think the reading or. Everything, the whole four days, like what would be your 
your whole view on this? What what would you do better? What would you take out? What would you add in? I would add in more exercise. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the great idea, it turned out to be a bad idea, uh, to take a few days off my training routine, which happens quite rarely. I think it was definitely for this year the first time that I took more than four days in a row off. Um, yeah, to, to I mean, to do that is not a bad idea in itself, but to combine it with a, I hate the word, but digital detox. And in combination with bad weather, not the be best idea, I think. Um, yeah, because... I, for me, exercise is a huge part of my life, whether it be doing stuff outside or working out. And, oh, excuse me. It's okay. <laughs> and, yeah, when that part is also missing, then the feeling of uselessness and wasting time was... Um, very present. Very present for me, yeah. Especially in the first day, I was like, okay, I took the day off. I had obviously I didn't have to work, and uh, yeah, it felt like a waste of time because I was lying on the couch doing literally nothing except staring. In German, there's a saying to stare holes in the air. What? Löcher in die Luft gucken. As to stare at holes. No, no, not at holes. You're staring holes in the air. Uh, anyhow. Mm. I'll show you later this saying. Maybe there's a translation. Um, yeah, I was lying there doing nothing. And uh, yeah, like I said uh, two times now, it felt like a waste of time. Because I could have trained two hours, three hours, however the hell long I wanted to do two. Um, but, yeah, of course, I didn't. And, uh, yeah, for the next digital detox, I would definitely include working out. Mm -hmm. And I would, but I would like, um, how do you say it? Um, the time that I would spare by not looking at my phone and computer constantly, I would use that time and train more. Mm -hmm. and, and in which form would you train? Because, obviously, you... If you're at home in the gym, you don't have all the same appliances. No, I would like... go to the gym. Oh, you would go to a gym? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's the workout I do. If I would be a runner, then I would run. If I would be a cyclist, then I would cycle. Mm. So I would just stick to my normal workout routine, whatever that would be in, the, in that time. Okay. What else would you change? make better or or take out of the whole experience i mean there's not that much <laughs> that you could take out more <laughs> there was yeah, not much left <laughs> <that's true. laughs> uh, yeah what would i add i would add exercise yeah that's it sunshine mm. yeah that but that's not really... very much influenceable. That's... Yeah, I would say. 
Mm, yeah, I don't know. I would have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Would you add something? Maybe more acro yoga. So any form of exercise. Yeah. Yeah. But um, maybe dancing. Ugh. Like we did one time. That was pretty fun. <sighs> that was horrible. No, it, was, <laughs> it became actually nice. It felt nice at the end. Oh, yeah. Because it was more like not giving a crap and yeah, more dancing, more being more active. Definitely. I felt like yeah. I was just a blob sitting yep. like a potato couch, like ritual. Couch potato. A couch potato. <laughs> potato <laughs> couch. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, yeah. We also, we also played some, I don't know if you call them society game. Board games? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, board game. Parlor game, you can say okay. as well. Uh, so it kind of made me like dive back into my childhood, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I think we were a bit too excited, a bit Mikado. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how you pronounce uh, in English. My Mikado, name Mikado. Is that even a thing in English-speaking countries? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was it, much more enjoyable as a kid. Yeah, like uh, as a kid, <laughs> it was way harder. I, I don't know why, but like when I think back to my childhood, I pictured like like a huge pile of mm-hmm. these spikes sticks. Like, like all yeah, you know, be- because anything. because in your imagination it was way more complicated as a child. Yeah. Because your like senses and your what's the word? <sighs> Motorik in German. Um, your hand-eye coordination and stuff. Mm-hmm. Motorization was not that good. Motoric reason, yeah. Um. Yeah, motor skills. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think I remember playing it with my brother, especially. And there was this other game, like, I think you could them fox? Or, like, you know, there were, like, little discs, like, and you would, like, they would jump in the air and then... I know that. I can't remember. I think they're called fox or something. Caps. So we called it caps. Caps, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that I really enjoyed. I had so many of them. Yeah. Mainly because my brother gave them all to me. Um, yeah, I really... I wish we could have gone more outside and, yeah. like, enjoyed the sun. Yeah. Uh, maybe take a little... <laughs> a little dive in the at the beach, in the sea. That would be cold even when the sun was I know, shining. I know, but I probably <laughs> would have done it um yeah but i i guess like if i'm going to the netherlands i just filmed the i find the uh, lunch of the landscape yeah. a bit boring yeah you know because it's all just plain like it's just flat. it's yeah. flat and it doesn't change no. like it's nothing new you go from one field to another field and yeah. oh some more sheep are so not many cows though uh, maybe inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. that's uh, to be what... fair, he the, the cows in Germany are also inside in the winter month. Mm-hmm. You can't see. You barely see cows outside mm-hmm. even here. Yeah, they are all but inside. But there, there, that struck me. Like there are so many, like those gloomy 
buildings where you know that oh, you, there's no way to be able to see inside yeah, yeah. and you know what's happening there yeah like, farm after farm after farm after farm yeah mm. just exploiting animals again and again thousands and thousands um yeah and i i felt like there was nothing like special or magical mm-hmm. about the landscape there mm-hmm. like nothing to you know to just stare at no in a state of wonder and no there's nothing like that in the netherlands <laughs> yeah <laughs> except the ocean yeah so maybe I, i would choose a different location to do it yeah and preferably with a good weather or in the summer mm. especially in the summer i would love to do it uh like i told you uh, maybe in a van or Yeah, but it, that's more than a digital detox for a long weekend. That would be yeah, yeah, or, like or f- month or yeah, or even yeah, a week. Yeah. Like I could do longer, like in a tent. Yeah, but you don't buy a van to do a digital detox no, for a week. I wouldn't buy it. I yeah. would rent, like yeah, on Airbnb. Be... You can find really cheap, um, different types of um. Ah, oh, what's it called? Accommodations. Vans. Yeah, yeah, I I, I showed you. That. I did it on the west coast with Keegan. Hmm. Yeah, for a night. Um, but I'm sure you find out, or even yurts in a yurt, 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 yurt. It's kind of you know in Mongolia, it's a kind of tent, like more like a house, mm-hmm. like a bit bigger than a tent. Yeah, I I would definitely enjoy a digital de- detox because you don't feel like it's as boring as if you're in a conventional accommodation i feel because you're somewhere new i would get crazy if you're in a van and then bad weather strikes you and you have nothing to do no gym no exercise and not even different rooms (laughs) (laughs) i would freak out that would totally freak me out so you feel like moving from one room to another like makes you escape yeah the poor yeah yeah and you get up in the room and then you cook your meal in the room then you eat then you read all in the same (laughs) oh well that is something to try you never know i told you many times (laughs) you don't have to try everything to know that you don't like it yeah but i would try it i mean i've done it already so i know i like it i don't For me, camping and living in a van and stuff is always associated with having the ability to go outside. Yeah. For me too. So if you choose a good location yeah. where it's yeah, sunny, yeah, that would be different. Yeah, that, that's a different like story. Nearby a lake. Yeah, that different you know, story. And, and it's more like uh, exercising that's combined with fun. Yeah. Um, more exercising is always combined with fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's mostly so it's some pain as well, you know. Yeah, exercising is always pain. No, no, always. Yeah, otherwise it's movement. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't call like walking in the forest. I would define that as exercise. That's moving my body. Hmm. So exercise, like more. Uh, exercise has to do with progression, getting better. An effort. Yeah. Of course, it feels better to call it exercise. 
Because it's well, not I, exercise today. I, I feel like today. if I swim for a little while in the lake, and it's not necessarily it depends. painful, but I'm yeah. still exercising. Yeah, me. but that's a diff- that's that depends on your um, speed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can swim like just for fun, like we did in the summer month, mm. or you could hit it hard and go for sprints and different stories. You can walk through the forest, or oh. you can run. Yeah. Running, I would call exercise. But not walking. And a jog, like even if it's it's still a bit faster than a walk, but it's not necessarily painful, do you still call it exercise? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you would have to, like, um, if you're jogging or running, like not intensively but extensively, you would have to crank up the duration. Mm. So if you're like saying, okay, I'm going to jog, like, low speed. But barely. But for two hours, then I would definitely call it exercise. Okay. Yeah, yeah there was... Uh, I feel I missed... Yeah, I think I didn't say that on your part. Oh, maybe I did. I missed, like, having my kind of luxury like to be able to choose from the different foods i have here so that i can make myself a yeah, snack you told me that like make me like a sweet snack with some a different nut butter on it and with some different fruits and yeah that, that's because we are we're spoiled uh, yeah spoiled yeah that was like we're word. so we're so lucky yeah. we just have so much food because of food sharing mainly and and from time to time, we always get food by even strangers. Yeah, it's, I don't know where um, it comes from. Yeah, we're kind of blessed with food. So when we actually go away for some time and, you know, we took a restricted amount of food. It wasn't a big deal for me, though. No? I felt no, like no. I had everything I needed. Yeah, cause Actually, I do like those days where you have limited access. So you just have to eat what's there. Because yeah. for me, that's way easier. For here, it's I spend more time thinking about what I want to eat. Do I want it walnuts or hemp seeds or chia seeds or what do I want to have? If there's only fucking flax seeds, then you, <laughs> you don't have to think about it, right? Yeah. That's like if if you have just blue jeans and dark shirts. Yeah. Five, five, uh, five of them. You don't have to think so, about so, what to wear. So it kind of uh, it takes like... away the temptation and or not even the temptation the but choice. like yeah the um, the mental um, capacity to think about it yeah like free so in a way i think like this break it kind of makes you like review like revise your needs as well you know because when you're not so much like when you don't have so much time to spend, you have no time to spend on social media, on uh, clothes, like how many clothes you have, on how many types of foods you want to eat. It kind of makes you review what's really um, meaningful or, or like what's bringing value in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that way, I think it's a positive experience mm-hmm. because when you come back then, you feel like, oh, well, you know, I spent four days without this and that and without 
the luxury of everything we have here. So then maybe in your everyday life, you kind of start including days where you restrict a certain amount of uh, social media consumption mm -hmm. or junk food consumption or... Hmm? Yeah, kind of. Um, I wouldn't restrict myself. Uh, yeah, but like I said, it's way easier for me if there's not that much food in the fridge, then makes it easier to choose. Mm. To choose. And I <laughs> choose. feel like it also makes you reflect on how to best spend time with your loved ones. You know, because we were there for four days, just the two of us and, and nothing else around, basically. No aside one. from, yeah, <laughs> no books and no social media. So Just books. Yeah, you, you're kind of forced to find a way of communicating mm -hmm. and, and how you best spend your time with the person you have in front of you. Um, and, and like how you avoid the boredom with mm -hmm. that person and how you avoid maybe the awkwardness or how you avoid maybe the conflicts of, or like the bad mood. Because we experienced that, kind of all of this. So then you have you have no other escape. Mm -hmm, yeah. Like you're forced to deal with the situation mm. and to talk, communicate. So yeah, I think that's kind of the lesson it taught me. And that's what I would take, take away from this experience. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add? Uh, yes, I would definitely encourage you, not you, but you listeners, um, and everyone who is like using social media to create more than you consume. Mm. Um, I try I'm not perfect I'm trying to use social media just to not just but that would be the optimal just to create mm. but without consuming yeah. so as as little as possible more to create as yeah. to consume yeah. and why is because it, it yeah why is it important to for you to do it that way otherwise it's a waste of time mm -hmm. if you're just sitting on the couch on your ass scrolling up and down Instagram, looking at photos, what, what does it bring to your life? Mm. Except from feeling not worthy of anything. But like if you're consuming educative content, like things like nutrition facts or you're, you're kind of I learning... Not on Instagram or Facebook. You don't learn... That, that's... No, I mean like YouTube. Or... YouTube, different story. Mm. I, was talking, I was saying social media, but I meant like TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, mm. those kind of things. Those are more like entertaining. Yeah, sure. You don't really learn anything. No, you no. Think. What did you learn on Instagram? You can't learn in five seconds anything. Not in five seconds, but you know, maybe there are some. Yeah, but that's that are... that's the time that you spend on one post. Mm -hmm. You're scrolling and scrolling. Yeah. And so... But what about these accounts that are more nutrition related or science related, where you can also learn things? 
I, that, that's not learning for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get inspired to dig deeper into certain topics. Mm-hmm. But it, the only thing that you can take from these accounts or pictures, maybe you read a fact, uh, isn't this percentage of whatever reduces risk of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're lucky to remember the numbers correctly but then you have just a sentence without any context mm. has no that mm. has no value that's not learning yeah so the context maybe if you ha- already have enough knowledge in a certain field mm. let's say you're a specialist in in nutrition mm. and then you read a certain number and you're like oh yeah i read that But I forget the numbers and I have the numbers again and okay, fine. But if you don't have the context or basic level of education in whatever topic, then you're not even able to, like, if you want to build a house, you need a foundation first. Yeah. You don't start with shopping the, the, what is it called? The lights. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for me, like, if you're using these accounts where there are nutrition facts or sports facts or there's content for everything out there or for math or for chemistry languages, languages whatever uh, so languages for me it would be absolute waste of time to spend time on instagram channels where they try to teach you french french because i don't know anything i don't have the foundation it would not make sense for me to mm. to say yeah, I it's, learn it's it. It's more like a promoting platform, like a, an advertising platform. And then it's kind of redire- redirecting you yeah. to the website, yeah. Where, yeah. website where you have the content. Yeah, like I said, you can use it as an inspiration to dig deeper into certain topics. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't yeah. know. But I think people like to call it learning mm. because it feels better than saying I wasted the last 10 minutes staring at my phone mm. doing nothing it feels way better yeah. to say ah at least i used i at least i read some science yeah. <laughs> you know it feels way better yeah like i would say like those platforms are more like um stimulants mm-hmm. just like you know coffee yeah. or uh, whatever uh, gra- guarana mm. are when we talk about foods and then when you go to the actual website where you actually learn about the things, mm. that's what feeding you mm. and not just stimulating you. And, and there's a difference between searching for a diff- for a certain topic that you want to learn about. Let's say I want to learn about how to paint a wall. Mm. Or I use inspiration for what color I want to put on my wall. On my wall. Then I could search specifically about certain colors, certain techniques, certain wall arts whatever then it makes sense to use this but to to look for a certain topic mm. instead of mindlessly that's what i was talking about scrolling mm. mindlessly through your facebook and instagram yeah. feed yeah you have you mean you have to have a purpose yeah first and if you find your inspiration through yeah. those platforms then you know, that's something positive you can get out of it. But you don't... Yeah, ask, ask yourself, when you're on Instagram, what was the reason I went, I went on this platform? 
five the minutes first ago. Place. Yeah. If the answer is I was bored, I didn't know what to do with my life, then, then just that's not a good thing. Yeah. But if the if the purpose was okay, I want to look up an Instagram account to get some tips to improve my handstand that I'm already working on or my lunch that I was thinking about in my head. Okay, what do I want to eat after mm -hmm. my workout? Okay, I'll look for some inspiration on Nutrition Facts or Nima Delgado, whatever mm -hmm. page or Eat the Rainbow to see, okay, what can I eat? And yeah, but if you don't have a purpose and just, yeah, I think I made my point. Mm -hmm. And just everyone does that, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and... Yeah, we do it too. Yeah, it's like, horrible. Yeah. It's a waste of time. Yeah, you lose yourself yeah, in it. The more time you spend on, the harder it gets to get out. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you catch yourself scrolling and scrolling without knowing why you do it... Yeah, then, then ask yourself. Get out, get... Yeah. Get out, get a book, or <laughs> clean up your house, or whatever. Mm. But <laughs> to go for a walk, or listen to a podcast, but move yourself. Stop wasting the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's good enough for yeah. the episode. <laughs> um, I felt like it, it, we kind of like took off. Like at first, it was a bit like stagnating, and I was kind of looking. I expected a different topic. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's coming. That's coming next. Okay. So we won't spoil yeah. <laughs> the listeners yet, but yeah, that's definitely coming. But I wanted to approach that as well okay. in English here because you know if I just take your podcast and feature it here and then tell people, yeah, go to listen more on learn German. Yeah, you. If you're learning German and you're listening to this, head over to Max <laughs> podcast. I will link it in the show notes, and even if you're not um like an expert in german yet it's not a bad thing like still listen to it and grab pick up a few words in there and in your everyday life then you will be able to um you know to make bonds to make links different between different words and situations and then your brain will uh, get used to it but yeah just get as much content in your head in different forms by reading by hearing listening by seeing the words and now make all those connections in your brain that's how you best train your memory so thank you for listening to this episode we hope you spend a very nice christmas hopefully without any dead bodies on your table because christmas is best celebrated um with values such as love and compassion when no one died in order to land on yeah. your plate not only christmas not only christmas <laughs> exactly that's for christmas and for the rest of the year and every year after that yeah i will hear you see you in the next one peace out